everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Everything Happens So Much. It's me, your host, Tyler. And with me today, I have my friend Jig, who's a rapper. I know all my friends are musicians. But yes, say what's up. <laughs> Yo, what's up? What's up? So glad to be here. Thank you. I'm glad to have you. I know you were excited about... I, I like when people reach out to me and they're like, let me be on your show. I mean, not to say that you were being thirsty or nothing, but I mean, I like when when people volunteer no, okay. themselves. <laughs> I'm thirsty. It's all right. I, I was like, I saw it and, and I don't know. I've just been listening to your podcast for a minute. It's like... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, since like Jacob was like, yo, like my girl, she does podcasting as fire. And I was like, all right, bet. And I, I'm a crackhead for podcasting. Oh, so, nice. like... I just like listen to pods all the time. So I was very happy to add this to the rotation. Oh, so. thank you. I'm glad that you listen. I, I look at my statistics for my listeners and I do not have a lot of male listeners. And so I just want to say it's about 80% women. <laughs> and so I just want to say for all the male listeners, you guys are strong. Everybody else is a weak link. <laughs> you guys are the strongest links, I have to say. You, you know what you need to get more male listeners is toxicity. Yeah, huh. right. Yeah. I need to start um, shaming women. Yeah, just say something toxic once in a while. That'll get them. Next thing you know, Good I'm going to have fucking See the God on my podcast. <laughs> Doing a breakdown about why uh, what you said was uh, disrespectful only to black men and nobody else. Oh, right, exactly. That's his favorite thing to do. I oh my it. God, he's the worst. I feel like shows like that and like the Shade Room uh, Instagram, it's just like, why? You know, making a name off being a hater. But then I'm like, well, Perez Hilton did it. So, I mean, but that doesn't make it right, right? I think it's just like, you know, we, if we want true equality, that means being allowed to have the same things you know so like white people have a prayers Hilton. why can't we have one i know know? that's what i was thinking too but i guess i think neither should exist in my perfect reality we wouldn't have either (laughs) i agree but But you're right yeah it'd be so unfair for us you know it's like we have to be perfect all the time anyways you know like no that's so true because at least our version of prayers hilton is gonna not you know like racially profile you know the you know it's like they're not going to feed into racism right just sexism it's going to be more like transphobia (laughs) yeah it's going to be more of the nuanced stuff which is like as a society exactly it's (laughs) It's adding a little parsley on there yeah wait but um um, what was i going to tell you oh my god okay speaking of people being not good for the culture have you seen um talib kwali like straight harassing this woman on twitter for like weeks now no oh my god why is to live quality dude okay so let me give you a quick like synopsis so what happened was someone tweeted about how a lot of these like black male celebrities have um white wives or like really light-skinned wives and someone else retweeted it whatever someone retweeted it saying that and named a whole bunch of men who have like white or light-skinned wives and tell Talib Kweli was on the list, but mm-hmm. she listed like 10 people and mm-hmm. she didn't even at him or anything. And he found mm-hmm. the tweet because he'd be searching his own name and he <laughs> started harassing her on Twitter. And it's been days now. I think it's been like 10 days now and no wow. one is saying anything. And people are trying to get his account suspended because he's just straight up like because he's posting her information and shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that's what's happening he's with that. that. And I'm like, now? dude, really? Why ever and why now of all times when people are like, protect black women, you're going to go out of your way to like attack a black woman online for having an opinion? 
Yeah, that's pretty nuts. I feel like, you know, I, I just don't really understand, like, I, I just, I guess I don't really understand why that whole topic is a problem. You know, like, Talib Kweli, why are you so hurt that she said you have a white wife? Right. And why is that? I mean, I understand theoretically why it could be a bad thing if, you know, you're participating in fetishization, if you're participating in like some crazy, you know, like just racist acts with your partner or if there's like racism involved or, you know what I mean? But like, I don't really see it like as a overall negative thing, like two different people from different, you know, like, well, I don't think I just, the lady, I don't think the, tw- I mean, I would have to see the tweet, but I don't think she was yeah. even saying that it's a bad thing. Right. She was just pointing out that it's a lot of people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I guess he took yeah. offense to that and has been attacking her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like. There's no justification for Talib Kweli. I'm I mean, just confused. Talib, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, why is Talib Kweli searching his name on Twitter? That's at, exactly what I was about to say. Like, I feel like all the aunties and uncles need to just get offline. Like, it's really a lot. Somebody take his Twitter away. Yeah, like he needs to chill out. Like, and it is weird, people. right? When celebs search their own name, I do feel like that's kind of weird. I think it's weird when you're searching your name. And you're not like, Famous. I understand. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's like, yo, if you're not doing anything, like, why is this what you do when you're more? Like, he is retired. Mm-hmm. By every like meaning of the word retired, that is to love Kali in my head. Mm-hmm. And so when you're retired, I don't see Cameron Diaz like retweeting Cameron Diaz tweets. <laughs> you know, like, she doesn't care. Like, she's done. She's. At home, Talib Kweli, chill out. Like, oh my God, that's so true. Actually, you don't see any else, like any other. I don't know. Like Johnny Depp is not on Twitter. Like, oh, what they saying about me? Like, yeah, like, and they saying the craziest shit about Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp is big <laughs> enough to be like, yo, I don't care about Twitter. Even Twitter's mega famous like, people like Denzel Washington is not on Twitter. Like, what they have to saying. say? Like Talib Kweli, chill. I do like, feel like uh, famous people, once I personally think if I was rich and famous, there is nothing that anyone could say about me that would make me feel away. And I know that's me saying that as a poor person, but I feel like <laughs> realistically, if you have, for instance, I talk about Cardi okay. B a lot because I love her, uh-huh. but I, she always is beefing with people online, like just regular, regular people. And I'm like, ma'am, yeah. you are a multimillionaire. Like we shouldn't even be in your view. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I was rich and famous, I'd be in my own land, minding my own business, not searching my name on Twitter for sure. I think it depends on the kind of fame, you know, or in the kind of riches. Like her, her, she came up as reality TV. Mm-hmm. Like she is optics, you know. So for us to watch Cardi B, like, you know, see her interact with people crazy. That's what we want. I mean, that's what everybody signed up for Cardi B in particular. If we didn't want that, I feel like, you know, there would be, uh, I mean, we could look at even some people who are just like too quiet on social media. And it's like, we always wonder, oh, why doesn't this person get more shine or more love? I don't know. I think in the prime of your career, talk as much shit as you want on the internet. (laughs) Once you're done... Put it away and enjoy your riches. I Yeah, that's fair. That is true. And I will say when you're young, 
I don't know. I personally think Twitter beefing is honestly for high schoolers. But <laughs> if you're like young in your 20s, that's true. I guess wild the fuck out. If you're in your 30s and 40s, um, grow the hell up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but that's funny on, that you... I, I'd be forgetting sometimes that people like know Cardi B from like reality TV. That's how most of America like met her because I was mm-hmm. following her on Vine and on Instagram like way before that because she was just funny as hell. And then mm-hmm. she was on Love and Hip Hop and that's when everybody was like, Cardi B, not to be one of those people who's like, I was there first because like I really mm-hmm. don't give a shit. But I just forget mm-hmm. sometimes that she came up that way. And you know, that's so true about a lot of celebrities like I feel like nowadays it's so hard to stay relevant because the yeah. internet is like there's a new person every fucking day. So I feel like mm-hmm. celebrities sometimes be acting out just to like get um, engagement, yeah. <laughs> stay relevant. Like you saw that stupid shit Drea said about Megan, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, that was nuts. She was bugging out. That was crazy. Wow. Like, like, dude, I, I, I think they have to do it because, you know, it's like the product cycle. Mm-hmm. If you can't make, it's like if you're making shoes instead of songs. Like if you can only make a really high quality shoe every six months, you have to do something for those six months or else all of your fans aren't going to know you just made a new shoe. Like mm. nobody's going to respect you popping out with the new shoe if you didn't at least like tell me something, but you know, entertain me, you know? And so like, because they're not dropping a new shoe or a new song every month or every week or, you know, every three months or some shit. Like they have to come up with these crazy ways to be relevant. Cause like you said, there's hella new people coming out of the woodworks. And like, you look at like Drea or Drea, I don't even know how to say her name. Uh, but like, you look at like what she did with Meg, it's like, dude, there's only two reasons for her doing that. One, she so desperately needs to be relevant. Or number two, she's a cracker. I want to believe, I don't know which one to believe. But those are only two reasons I can think of, like, for her saying that crazy ass, like, saying, oh, I want the type of love somebody shoot me in the foot. Like, bro, what's wrong with you? Yeah, who fucking says that? Especially when um, wives real life get shot and killed by their husbands. Like, that is weird. She's weird as fuck. You know, that was just for, I really hope it was just for attention. Like, I hope she doesn't think this way. I don't know her personally, but I'm going to have to say she has to be smarter than that. Um, And I do have to say... I personally don't endorse the use of crackhead. I'm okay. just letting you know. <laughs> okay. Is there any particular reason for that? Um, Because people really do be on crack. I don't know. It just makes me sad. Like, I've seen people in real life who, like, have are hooked on crack. And it's, like, so sad. And so when people yeah. use it, it's kind of just like, I don't know. I don't think we really understand the gravity of the word. But I'm not trying to drag you. I'm just letting my listeners know. Oh, no, no, I no, personally totally. don't. And, and the reason I use it, I guess, is like when I when I grew up, like I was with, like, I met a lot of crackheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't mean like, oh, I was walking down the street and I linked with the crackhead. Like, nah. Like uh, when I was like a little kid, like that was a thing. You know, like with the like some of the adults that that I was put around, like mm-hmm. they were on crack, and then I, so I then I didn't have to deal with crackheads for a while. Then I went to college. This is a crazy story. I went to college and I had neighbors that lived like right across from me, and they were hella cool. Like I really enjoyed them. They were like the nicest people, or whatever, and. You know, they'd always be like, yo, like, let's drink together. Let's hang out. Like, no, nah, I got to go to class or no. Nah. Like, they were drinking every day. To me, it was just like on some nut shit. 
I was like, nah, like, you know, I'm not going to judge them. We're all, you know, 18, like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. We're just enjoying ourselves. And then, you know, every time I saw them, it'd be smile, smile, smile. End of the year, last day of school, you know, I'm sleeping over at a friend's house, and I'm going to move out the next day after. And I come back the next morning, and I had locked everything. Everybody else has moved out. There's supposed to be nobody on campus except me, basically. And I go back to school, and I just see five dudes carrying shit from my apartment to the to their house, like next door. I was like, yo. And my homie had dropped me off, so he's with me. And I'm like, yo, what are you, like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? And they were all on crack. They were squatting. Damn. They were, they were on meth and crack. Like, so for oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I walked in, and I just saw all my shit just, like, sitting there in the boxes I packed in. And then I was, I was like, yo. And, you know, with my experience with crack kids as, like, a little kid, I was like, yo, like, I know exactly how to deal with these crack kids. And all you got to do is raise your voice, and they give you back everything. They're just like, oh, my God, no, I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> so, crazy. People really be, like on drugs that we don't even know like i have had multiple friends tell me yeah i tried meth once at a party and i'm like what the fuck parties are you guys going to that people are casually <laughs> whooping out meth i feel like party drugs is like weed okay maybe someone's gonna fucking do coke in the bathroom not i but someone okay party drugs I've i'm telling you people are like yeah last week i went to a party i was on ketamine the whole time bitch a horse tranquilizer like that's really I'm a lot you. People are crazy. Yo, I was studying for one of my finals, and the homie said he had Adderall. And I was like, okay, bro, like, can I have some Adderall? Like, I'd never do anything, or I never, like, popped any pills or done anything like that before in my life. But I was like, yo, I'm fucking behind on this final. I need some Adderall. And I've known this This is literally that episode of Fresh Prince where they're like, let me get some speed. I got to study for my test. (laughs) Yeah, and so he gives me he gives me the Adderall, the Adderall. I take it. Tell me why, I you know I was geeked out of my mind. This nigga gave me Molly. Oh wow! So I got into the test. I'm like studying, and I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) I'm studying and like chewing like crazy the whole night. I get into the final. And I was writing, I was trying to write on the paper, and I was like, oh, yeah, I got this. I got this. Like, this isn't too crazy. And then I real like, my TA comes up to me. He's like, yo, you've been writing on the uh, table this whole time. Oh. I was like, I was like, what? He's like, yo, are you good? And I was like, yo, what? And I looked down, and I'm seeing double. And I was like, oh. You're like, honestly, I'm on Molly right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, what is happening? Because I didn't even know because I was so ignorant. So I didn't even know, like, what drugs really were. Well, I feel so- like college is really the Wild West. Like, you can do whatever drug. You can do whatever. They're, okay, I don't... um support this but there was a time in my life when I was in college and I was drinking a lot like drinking by myself and I used to I would make tea in the morning and then put vodka in it and go to class with my like tea and vodka (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I feel like in college that shit is just so normalized but you know what I won't even that's not necessarily a good thing like I feel like people really are alcoholics in college but then the U.S. is like that's just college culture but it's like no we're depressed (laughs) and broke and all we can afford is alcohol yeah, and it's like, you know, it's the only time 
a lot of kids even know to explore. You know? Oh my God, that's so true. That's very true because when you're like in high school, you're still living with your parents usually or like in your hometown. And then after yeah. college, you have to be a fucking full-blown adult. So I guess college yeah. is really the time to wild out, like do whatever, try yeah. whatever. Because at least, you know, you got the school there and, you know, like there's people that are thinking about your best interest, even if you're not even cognizant. Like they got RAs patrolling, like trying to make sure you're not, you know, falling off the side of a bridge or whatever, like. You know, when you're an adult, there's no patrolman that's going to be like, hey, sir, are you drunk here? Let's go back to your dorm room. Right. They're going to be like, get down, get down. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) They're just, the cops are going to come and beat your ass. That's it. Exactly. But don't you think... Yo, getting your ass beat for being just drunk and confused. Oh my god, right? That's too fucking that's like insult to injury. Are you kidding me? That's gonna be the worst. You wake up and just say, Hey, what happened to me last night? Yeah, you got your ass beat. Right. First by the patron, then by the cops. Yeah, bro, you threw up and uh the cop got pissed, so he, you know, just took out the billy stick and uh and just oh, start man. beating your ass. It's crazy that cops yeah. really, everyone's like, oh, they're stressed. Like, that is not an excuse to beat someone's ass. Because if it was, I would have beat a lot of people's ass by now. I feel like if yeah. I can show restraint, they should be able to. But let's not even get on the fucking killer cop subject. But, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> y'all know how I feel at this point. Facts. But, um, <laughs> what were we just talking about? Um, drugs, wilding out. Oh, RAs. Don't you think it's weird uh-huh. that RAs can just go into your apartment at any time and be like, y'all got drugs in here? Y'all got alcohol in here? Like, what? And it's people yeah. who are in your grade or like a grade above, so they're just snitches. No, that shit was weird. I had an RA follow me from house to house once. Mm, Bro, like really it. wanted it. You wanted a cat. I mean, I, I deserved it. I was a badass little kid. So... I, <laughs> I was selling I was selling alcohol at the dorm room. Like, wow. going, like going nuts. Like not even on some regular, like, oh I like I just moved a bottle. Like, yo, we were selling like a thousand a month, like in bottles. Well get just your going coins, King. Crazy. And the RAs knew and they were mad. So they would just like pull up. Once it was so nuts, like they came in right after I had made a sale. And they had brought, like, the campus security officers, and they were, like, they opened the door, like, all right, what's going on in here? And everybody had just left. So it was literally just, like, me sitting, looking at my computer studying. Yo, the campus security officers were, like, this is ridiculous. We're tired of you bringing us to this boy's room when there's nothing ever going. <laughs> like, Ari, the concept of Ari is, is nuts. Like, it is. I don't know. I don't know. I Let's don't have know. these students work against each other for free housing. Like, what? College in general is a scam. I mean, colleges even used to have, you know, the kids working on the campus. I know me saying that sounds kind of ridiculous because colleges still do. But, like, a lot of the jobs that they started hiring, like, other people for, where it's like, oh, you need a college degree to do this job. Like, 30, 40 years ago, it actually used to just be students doing that job. Right, And somewhere along the way, that changed. College is nuts. I hate college. Mm-hmm. I I I don't know. I miss being in school sometimes. I really do. But I hate like having to pay for it. I'm so in debt right now. And I hate that they like really prey on I don't know which college in ideation sounds fine, but then when it actually 
is in real life, it's a scam. Like, it costs so much. International students have to pay so much. Poor kids are basically fucked in college. And, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, college is one of those things where, you know, we sit down and I feel like college was a cheat code. And then they started letting a bunch of, you know, minorities and black people in. And they immediately started raising the prices. Like, it's, like, almost directly correlated. Like, oh, if we're going to let, you know, more black and brown people in, let's put them all in debt instead of right, exactly. giving the same cost of education we're giving everyone else for a fraction of the cost five years before. And it's just gone up so much. Like, it's ridiculous, you know? Like, that's the part for me that's, like, total scammerish is, like, you know, these institutions don't care about us. At all. And they don't. On a lighter note... <laughs> <laughs> We were talking earlier, it's okay, we were talking earlier about um, Megan. Um, What female, are you listening to any female rappers right now? I saw you tweet to Rico this morning. Rico! Yes, yes, Rico. um, If you're listening, Rico, we need you on that More Rings remix. Please, oh my God, if that could happen. That would be amazing. amazing. I love that song. I still love that song, by the way. And actually, (laughs) I really did write a whole verse to it. And then we started recording. We started recording it, and whenever I start recording, I just get so embarrassed and so like down on myself, and I'm like, "This fucking sucks." Jordan's not gonna like it. Whatever. Why am I doing I need this? It. So I, I never put it, it out, <laughs> but I did write it. Oh man, I need that. You gotta send it to me. I need that. I be getting scared. You don't get scared, like, well, I guess not, because you fucking put out music. But like, when you write something. I don't know. I just will write something and then maybe record it. And then I'm like, this is actually stupid. So never mind. I think I just doubt myself too much. It's just like, if you're not nervous, then you're not trying something new, you know? So I'm nervous usually like every time I drop something. Because mm. I'm like, oh, like, this is going to be different. Like, I know this is not what other people are doing. Like, I know this is weird. I hope people like it. Like, so I just have that feeling like every time and I try to chase that feeling. And if it's like too much of a sure thing, then I know it's not going to be something that's like really too special to me, you know? But sometimes those are the best ones for other people. But it's like, you know, if you're thinking about your art in terms of yourself. But yeah, like I have the confidence like now-ish, you know? Like I feel really great every time I drop something. I'm like, yeah, I feel great. I did it. Woohoo. But it's never like, oh, yeah, I already know this is triple platy. Like, let's go out of here, you know? like. I think I just get, yeah, I know what you mean. I think I just get um, nervous about, like, hearing my own voice. Because when I listen to other rappers, I'll be like, damn, they sound so cool. They know exactly what to say. Their voices are so cool. And then I hear my own voice, and I sound like this. Like, I get on the track, and I feel like I sound five years old. But... I'm glad that other female rappers are out now and like showing their own styles like Flo Millie. I feel like if I did mm-hmm. rap, it would be like Flo Millie style. I feel like her voice is similar mm-hmm. to mine. Her style similar. Obviously, she's an incredible writer. Not saying I could ever outright her. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just get nervous. But I think hearing more women in music does help with that. Like I was just saying, you know, of course, when you yeah, only yeah, yeah. hear like men, you're going to be like, my voice sounds stupid. But then when you hear a bunch of girls, you're like, oh, no, I just sound like a woman. Yeah, totally. Like. To go back to what you were saying, I uh, I really like Danny Lay. I like uh, Sensei Molly. I think she's so fire. Um, I think, who else have I been listening to? Um, my homegirl is rapping. Her name is Stina. 
Um, there's this rap group from the Bay uh, called Sulan. I really like them too. Um, God, I could keep going. Um, Your friend Stina, what, how do you spell her name? What kind of music does she make? Uh, rap music. I know, but like what style, I guess? Um, I think she's still finding herself. Like we're working on a bunch of music together. Um, and I'm like sending her beats all the time. She's just, you know, like having fun right now and just like talking and shit, you know, like just exploring everything. Like, I think it's a lot more on the Meg the Stallion vibe in mm-hmm. terms of um, just her like bossing up, owning her sexuality, but also just like having fun, funny punchlines about her life and stuff. So I think like that'd be the, cl- oh, I love the City Girls too. Hey, um, did you listen yeah, to the new album? Yeah, they're so fire. I haven't yet. I've honestly been so lacking on listening to albums during quarantine. You gotta I've listen to that City to. Girls album. I fucking just love it. Jacob when did loves it, come it out? too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it came out, I think, last month. But um, yeah, it's amazing. The beats are amazing. They have Southside. They have Tracks a Million. Who mm-hmm. else produced on that album? Everybody. And like every single beat goes crazy. And I love that they use like an old school hip hop flair in their music. You know what I mean? Yes. It sounds very 80s. Like it sounds yeah. like super sonic. Like they gave me that vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I'm a little mad now that you say that because I feel like that wasn't marketed well at all. Like I didn't mean? hear I didn't hear anything about the City Girls album. I still haven't heard any. Like you're the first person to tell me about the City Girls album. <laughs> I know. I'm doing all the fucking promo for this album, but I think it's because yeah. um someone leaked their album. And so I think that's oh. why they I'm pretty sure they had a whole thing set up. Yeah, but someone leaked it, so then they dropped it the next day because you know, fucking streams nowadays, you can't miss out on streams. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. That sucks, right? I When I was younger and I would hear about people leaking albums, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But now seeing how much work goes into music, I would be heartbroken mm. if I made an album and someone fucking released it early. Like, I don't know, any piece of art that you really put yourself into, you should be able to release it when you want. So that's pretty fucked up that people did that. Yeah, no, it's absolutely insane. Like, people are really, like, sickening. Like the fact that they're willing to just, oh, this is your hard work? Okay. (laughs) Right. Dude, what? And then when they leak it, it's not even like the artist is getting paid. I mean, artists barely make anything off streams to begin with. And then when someone leaks your music, you're making even less off streams. Like, that's just terrible. Dua Lipa was um, crying on Instagram a couple months ago because her album got leaked. And she was like, I worked so hard on it two years and someone just leaked it. I'll be pissed. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like there's a twofold thing with leaks though, because I think only the super fans hear the leaks. I think if I think if like an artist still isn't like at the magnum opus like Madonna, Britney Spears level, mm. um, I think if a track leaks, who cares? You really? Know? I like, feel like it's even worse for a smaller artist because, like, if a Beyonce track leaks, people are still going to go listen to the song, like, no matter what, if she puts it out. You know what I mean? But if it's a small mm-hmm. artist and their track leaks, I don't know if people are going to go listen to the artist's, like, album. You know what I mean? I think small artists need as many streams as they can get. I agree. I, I definitely don't think that they don't need more streams because I'm always going to say we need more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just, like, don't let because 
I think it's the same thing like in society. The smallest group can sometimes have the lo- like the loudest voice. So like if you have, you know, like if you're an artist and you have, you know, 5,000 diehard fans, but you know that your rollout is going to reach 500,000 people, don't let those 5,000 people screw up your rollout if they've heard the out. Like it's okay, you know? Like put those 5,000 people and like, cause I've, I've been seeing like with all the Drake leaks, you know, like Drake's songs keep getting leaked and Cardi's song leaked, like a bunch of rappers songs keep getting leaked and the labels will just like totally re not for like Drake, but for a lot of the other artists, like they'll readjust the whole rollout plan and mm-hmm. like slow everything down and like really confuse the people who aren't the diehard fans. The diehard fans are keeping track across. Oh, wow. So we're going to readjust to this date and this date. But I feel like if you keep moving dates around and you keep like, you know, just, I don't know. I I think people shouldn't, don't let, it's like if somebody like kicks you in the shin, don't let that ruin the rest of your year. You know, like, yeah, he kicked me in the shin. That's how, that's my approach to leaks in the future. Like, I don't care if they kick me in the shin. Fine. Take it. I don't care. Everybody else hasn't heard it yet. Yeah, I don't think it's stopping them at all, City Girls at least, but it is just unfortunate that it got put out early. But I think they're definitely, like, doing a lot. Like, they just had two music videos come out. They have, like, a little mini-series on YouTube. I'm fucking City Girls' biggest fan, (laughs) so that's why I'm doing all this promo. But um, I'm, I'm like, hella happy for them. I feel like they're going to be great. Like, Yeah, especially now that JT is out, she's, like, I feel like she's the... Not the strength of the group. She's the musicality of the group. And then mm-hmm. Miami is the charisma. I like that. But um, good... I've been listening to this playlist lately on Spotify called Feeling Myself. And at first mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. I just didn't listen to it for whatever reason. But I've been listening to it lately and it's so fucking good. There's so many female rappers on there. Um, like I, okay. Do you know who Mulatto is? Yes. I'm mad because I didn't listen to her for a long time because her name to me is ignorant. Um, but I finally heard her on this playlist and she's actually fucking good. And I'm like, damn, now nah, I'm conflicted. You're- Same with fucking light skin Keisha. Bitch, why is your name oh, light skin Keisha? <laughs> like, I like what? That. I really like that. That's In the a good year name. 2020, she's light skin light Keisha. Light skin Keisha. That's so hard. Because that was definitely her name before she rapped. That yeah, was her but... name in like elementary school. Like that was hey, what's up, right. ice cream Keisha? Like, that's crazy. It's like those <laughs> girls who put like mixed chick in their bio were like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what? exactly what you're talking about. She could have just been Keisha. I feel like that would have been cute. But I'm mad because she's actually a good rapper too. So I'm like, hmm, <laughs> now I'm conflicted. But I've been hearing a lot of women on there that I wouldn't have heard otherwise. And I'm really happy about that. Like Cupcake. I never really listened to her. Oh, yeah. I always heard, like, I had heard songs of hers and they were just very, like, extremely <laughs> vulgar. I mean, I love Megan and Trina and whatever, but Cupcake be saying some shit that I'm like, whoa. That's yeah, a lot. She's, she's I was crazy. listening to the song of hers called Lemon Pepper and she's talking about she doesn't want a plain dick. She wanna put some lemon pepper salt on that dick. And I'm like, <laughs> cupcake. So you're saying you want a zesty dick? That's disgusting to me. Yo, I, I feel like she is just a Twitter page that right. can rap. She really is. And one of her songs, she said, I think the fuck not like Cardi's forehead. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like her though. I fuck with it. Cupcake, go off. She's just so like, yeah, I can't I can't even process that right now. 
She's crazy. Put some lemon pepper on the dick. That's a <laughs> bar. See, niggas aren't rapping like that. They don't have that kind of mentality. She has what like we need in rap. Okay, but That's honestly though, I do feel like women rappers are a lot more creative than a lot of the male rappers out. And I feel like it's because they have to be. They have to come hard or else nobody's going to really listen to them. Because I feel like there's a lot of male rappers who are kind of eh, but they still get famous because whatever. But then the female rappers have to be so fucking good. So all the female rappers we have now are just like so creative. I love it. That playlist is like pure talent. I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to No shade to you personally. But you know what I'm saying? Oh, Women are doing the same thing. No. No, it's lit. Like, honestly, like, honest to God, like, when you hear these female rappers and they're, like, I think it's the equivalent of, like, oh, there's a whole new sound. There's a whole new style of lyrics, whole new style of delivery, and they're all innovators right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all, like, the first time girls are rapping like this like sensei molly like is so like it's insane like the way she just delivers and same thing with like danny same thing with all of them like it's just crazy to to see it like happening for the first time across so many different artists right now whereas in male rap like it's just so like there's so many clones now. It's so mm-hmm. it's just boring. Right. Like it can't be fun for a lot of these guys. Like <laughs> it's true. I feel like I haven't been listening to many male rappers this year, other than like your mixtape, of course, and um, Roddy Rich's album. Pretty much nobody else. It. Actually, Wiz Khalifa put out a mixtape last month that was pretty fun. I like that. But yeah. um, have you listened to it? I haven't. I listened to the one he did with Currency. Uh-huh. Um, and that was really gas. I think it was Currency. He has a yeah. song with uh, Megan and Ty Dolla Sign that slaps. It's called Why mm. You Mad. It's a summer jam. Not surprised. Not I've Currency, um, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like, Wiz has been making so many fire songs for, oh my God. Like, I feel I like people school, sleep on him. Honestly, I'd be kind of forgetting too that he can, I don't know. I feel like Wiz is consistent. I'm not going to lie. It goes... Like of this generation, of that, like of that era of rappers, it's Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, Wiz, Big Sean. You know what? I have to say, I'm not even gonna be ashamed of this. I love Big Sean, and I feel I like love Big too. <laughs> he's like good. He just minds his business. I love that he's never in drama. And then I feel like he really is a fun lyricist. People make fun of him for his like Dr. Seuss rhymes. <laughs> But it's lit. Like it you know, is. He started him and Drake started that whole punchline. Uh, just ba- the bag that they were in. Yeah, no, that I can't. Big Sean will always be one of the best rappers of this generation. Like elite. He's so he's so next level. He makes me feel motivated too. Like when I listen to his music, he's just always talking about good shit. He's always talking about how much he loves his mom. He's talking about fucking doing his healing crystals and mm-hmm. like lighting incense and just like living his best life. And I'm like, you know what, Big Sean, I fuck with you for that. We can definitely thank Janae Iko. <laughs> right. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> You know what? I never really listened to her either, but I listened to her recently. She was on that playlist, and she has a song mm. called Summer 2020. And oh my mm-hmm. God, that song made me so emotional. I think it's about her daughter, and she's talking about mm. like how everything in the world is crazy, but when she thinks of her daughter, she feels at peace. And I'm like, damn, that's kind of beautiful. That's beautiful. beautiful. That's hot. <laughs> I love that. Me yeah, too. I've, 
She has this uh, mixtape, like, Sailing Souls, I want to say it is. And it's like, oh, my God. It's so, like, I've been sold ever since. I don't remember when it came out. I think it was, like, 2011. But, God, Janae Aiko (laughs) is so talented. I know. I was never really on the Janae train. But I might have to hop on after hearing that song because it's so fucking beautiful. I'm about to listen to that mixtape. It's necessary. You got to like, you know, Janae Aiko, to me, yeah. Oh, God. I can't even start. I'm Mm. just, I'm triggered right now. Jacob met her in real life recently. Did he tell you about it? Are you? No, because he hates me. Because if he loved me, he would have told me. That's hurtful. Are you serious? He met Janae and he didn't like... Yes. Okay, so he met her because he went to this um, restaurant near our house that we always go to. They have Hawaiian food. And so Jacob was there with a friend recently and well not recently it was before covid so he was there with a friend and then he saw Mm -hmm. um janae and big sean together and they were eating at a table like (laughs) right they were eating at a table a couple tables away and jacob was like he told the waiter i guess like ask them if they want me to buy them a drink i'll buy them a drink and of course they said no because they're already rich but um Uh (laughs) when they were leaving janae i guess turned to jacob and was like thank you Oh my God. Jacob got the juice. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Big Sean was sitting there pressed the whole car ride home. It's like, who's that man you're saying thank you to? Uh, Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they left because he saw Jacob there. Yeah, right. She was like, yo, yo. Got my girl. Yeah, I can't have this happen. I know I'm mad because one time me and Jacob were hanging out with my nephew who's like 20 and Jacob told him that story and my nephew was like is Janae bad in real life bitch don't ask me don't ask that with me in the room I don't want to hear there's no right answer we know she's bad in real life okay damn you gotta rub it in god (laughs) yo that's that's good, yeah. That's I, so funny, yeah. though. Apparently, a lot of people will ask Jacob, because he's worked with a lot of artists now, and people really will uh-huh. be asking, like, damn, bro, is she bad in real life? I'm standing right here. Like, you guys couldn't wait till I left the room. No, nah, but it's I, just kidding. My, I'm just kidding. No, I feel like people really do be wilding out when it comes to, like, female artists, mm-hmm. like, in terms of, like, yo, chill the fuck out. Like, can you please, you know what I mean? That's so like, true. Like, people act like they've never seen a bad bitch before. Like, relax. Yes. Like, bro, have you been on your Explore page? Like, can you please relax and, right. like, not <laughs> press this bro? woman? Like, yo, come on. <laughs> She's a person. Like, <laughs> I know, I'm for real. It. It's normal. Like, it's not weird. Stop making it weird. <laughs> I feel like it's because online and like on TV and stuff. I don't know. People just have this air about them. But then when you meet them in real life, it really is like they're just a person like, well, I don't know. There's some people who you meet in real life and they're still like larger than life. You know, I'm sure if I met Beyonce, it would be insane. But there's some famous yeah. people that I've met that in real life, I'm like, oh, you're not like you don't act famous. Do you know what I mean? Or they don't like feel it's not like, oh, my God, such and such is here. Yeah, I, I definitely know exactly what you mean. And it's like, even if it does feel like, like, even if it is larger than life, I think other people should acknowledge, like, yo, that is still a person mm-hmm. that you met, you know? Like, it's not a person that doesn't exist. It's not a theory or a concept. Like, don't ask me if my, like, if this person I just, like, if my client, or don't ask me if this person who I've helped out or whatever is badder. Like, <laughs> like yo, like, I know this person. Like we, we have had conversations. We talk. We're kind of friends now. 
You can't ask me. <laughs> no, that's so true. And now that I'm thinking about it, in what other profession would someone be like, you know, you're working with a client and then someone's like, oh, is your client bad in real life? Like, I think people be forgetting yeah, that this is a job, like, too. Facts. Like, yo, like, does anybody say that about, like, the CEO of Albertsons? They're like, yo, is she bad in real life? No. Chill out, bro. Watch her be bad as fuck. <laughs> yeah, she's like low-key. dragging as a hell. Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, wait, what? Like, oh, wait, she is bad I in real even- life. I'm gonna shop at Albertsons from now on. <laughs> right, fuck bonds. <laughs> Safeway, nigga. I'm gonna go ahead and get me the Albertsons pack. I'm straight. I'm going to Albertsons. <laughs> yeah, hey, like, y'all going to Trader Joe's? <laughs> <laughs> y'all still shopping at Sprouts? Couldn't be me. Yeah, I'm a. You know, I I got some business to set up at Albertsons. Right, <laughs> some entanglements. <laughs> Yo, I got a couple of entanglements at Albertsons. I gotta fix up. So if you'll excuse me, right, I'll be on my way. Suddenly, mango grocery shopping. <laughs> I hey, I go grocery shopping. Right. <laughs> I do. I do all the grocery shopping. No, like that's true. Eighty-five percent of it. Eighty-five percent <laughs> of it. I love to cook. That's why I really be chefing. You know, Jacob loves to cook too, and that makes me so happy because I do not like cooking. And when I was growing up, my sister was always like, "You're never gonna get a man if you don't know how to cook." And look at me now, bench my man cooks. I feel like <laughs> men that cook keep doing that because we don't want to. <laughs> yeah, and bitches that can't cook, find you a man who can cook. Don't let any hater tell you that you have to learn how to cook, queen. You don't. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Just kidding. But um <laughs> everyone should learn how to cook it. or whatever. But um okay, no, I so I it. feel like now's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah. So that's gonna be the end of our show. Thank you so much, Jig, for chatting with us today. I hope you guys all enjoyed hanging out with me. And my friend, do you have anything that you want to plug? Any Instagrams, Twitters, mixtapes? Um, yeah. So uh working on the album right now. I am okay. Uh, slated for release at the end of the year. Um, you know, go stream Hydroplane, all the other music at Jiglafrost everywhere you can search. Yeah, that's that on that. And Suck how do you Sunday spell Jiglafrost? J I G space L E F R O S Le Frost. Okay, <laughs> there it. you go. You guys heard it here first, people. No, but really, y'all should go listen to uh, what's the mixtape that just came out? Crisis. Yeah, BRB Amid Crisis. Yes. There's some blaps on there. More rings included. Y'all go stream that. That's my shit. Honestly, that's my shit. You made a banger so with that glad. one. <laughs> I'm so happy. Because I was not expecting people to like that. What is, what is it like? Something Tom Brady, more rings. How does it go? I feel like Brady, Brady with more, more rings. rings. Yes. That's the line that inspired me to write a whole fucking verse. Just that one line. I got to read you my verse, even if I don't record it. But anyway. I need it. <laughs> I know the streets need it. But um, yeah. <laughs> thank you for that. What'd you say? So we got to put the tape out. I know, for real. The remix tape. Um, but everyone go follow him on Insta on Twitter go listen to some music you're all locked in the house so may as well thank you for being on the show my personal Instagram and Twitter is Tyler D. Payton and you guys can follow the podcast at everything happens pod on Instagram go look at updates and jokes and shit that I don't post anywhere else so thank you all for listening stay safe and have a good rest of your day weekend whatever time it is for y'all okay peace out (laughs) 